<laughs> Two to three, Peter David win. Chris loses that. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> private detective. Unlicensed. I do favors for people. In return, they give me gifts. So, what can I do for you? Someone's kidnapped my wife. I pay them, but they killed her anyway. I want you to find the man who did this and bring them to me. Hey, guys. Welcome back to the Three Amigos Movie Review Podcast. I'm joined with my buddies here. This is David. And I'm Peter. And I'm Chris. For today's episode, we are reviewing A Walk Among the Tombstone. So this movie was uh, directed by Scott Frank. Scott Frank isn't really like a household name. Like he's not like a J.J. Abrams or like uh, Christopher Nolan or anything like that. And he was best known for being a screenwriter. For movies like Logan and uh, Minority Report. Oh, and this was his first, uh, I think his dir- first directing movie. I think he's only directed two total. Um, I can't remember what the other one was, but man, he, I think he did an amazing job. What did you guys think of the, dire- like the director? It's pretty damn good for his first one. Yeah. Really damn good, actually. Kind of funny story. I went to go see this at AMC down here in uh arizona we have amc theaters and we went to go see it the power got shut off and we went to go see it again the second time at amc and they installed those nice recliner seats you know yeah but they have these glass separators that separated the seats like the rows and that busted and just like glass shattered all over oh that was the movie i remember you telling me that yeah glass broke on top yeah just how did it break I think the surround sound just like Damn. You know, <laughs> vibrated and just it, it shattered. Yeah, it was all over my arm and everything. God, and, but it, it sounded like somebody was shooting up the theater. That's what it sounded like. So we ran out of there. Are you <laughs> serious? Yeah, that's scary. <laughs> so, yeah, and then we saw this movie like a month after that. So there were three. But times. it was like destined. It was like some <laughs> divine intervention for us not to see this movie. Right? <laughs> so hopefully uh, the ticket sales were triple, right? Yeah. <laughs> for us. But yeah, I think, damn, man, he knocked it out of the park for his first directing. Uh, David, what do you think about it? I like this movie a lot. Because of this movie, I went to the range like the next day. Oh, no, really? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Seriously. But it was, it was a lot of, it was like gripping. And I've never heard of it. What's yeah. kind of crazy is like when you see him, Liam Neeson in the action movie just the cover of them they're kind of all interchangeable because he's kind of almost generic now you know yeah kind of just like steven seagal type like you see steven seagal it's just an action movie so i like i don't know if i would put him in the same he's realm pretty, uh, i don't think he's bad but like he is he does a lot of fucking movies it's like he's got his own genre right now yeah yeah he's, he is like his own freaking genre he, <laughs> he's like kind of prolific yeah right now yeah like I, but I, I wonder how many movie posters he's holding a gun in. You know? <laughs> <laughs> he like, just right. has like a new movie that came out yeah. too. It's called Memory or something like that. Yeah, I, I haven't even, no, but um, so I, I was thinking it was going to kind of be like a B movie, but yeah, I liked it a lot. Okay, that's cool. So yeah, like uh, let me do a summary of this movie. You're like David. How did you like it? <laughs> <laughs> I know I was really worried about you because like I, I know this was uh, the first time you saw the movie. 
I liked it a lot. It was good. Awesome. It was really good. I liked it a lot. Sweet. So much to talk about this movie. So let's go into the summary. So Matt Scudder, played uh, by Liam Neeson, is an ex-New York police officer, now private detective, who picks up a case that throws him through the seedy back streets of New York, trying to solve a murder that brings him into the world of drug trafficking and kidnappers. Yeah, let's let's go into the cast a little bit now. Um, But that plot is kind of unique because... uh... You feel sorry for the drug dealers, right? I know. It's like a weird dynamic. Yeah, you know, it's that. like a weird twist. Yeah. You're, you're rooting for, like, the bad guys to, to get their kids back and their wife back and shit, you know? Yeah, you are. And in, even in the movie, you know, it's kind of, you know, the fact that Liam Neeson's character uh, takes pity on the drug dealers. Yeah. Because he himself, like, in the movie, he says that he was part of corruption, like, while yeah. he was on the... Um, It'd be hard to support my family without it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, that's what makes it so interesting, especially like during, because this, this movie takes place like during the 90s. Yeah. And, uh, and especially 90s New York, you know, it was like infamous for like, you know, gangs and drugs and mobs and all that shit, you know? Yeah. I I know we talk about RPGs a lot on this um, movie podcast, <laughs> you know, but this would be a fucking good RPG, wouldn't it? Yeah. I was yeah. thinking that the whole time. If I ran this I game, think about everything. <laughs> <laughs> but if if you ran this as a game, and I was thinking like if uh, like you have these serial killers, right? And the worse you do, they're just killing more and more people, right? Oh uh, yeah. And then uh, the NPCs would be fucking good too. But I'm sorry, it's uh, it's a movie movie podcast, and for <laughs> a different I think, podcast. I think like secretly, like uh, we're trying to like get convince people to get into RPGs. <laughs> Well, maybe this will lead into something. Else. I, we might post one of our games if it's worth listening to one of these days. Have you guys seen the the Taken series movies? Yeah, I've seen at least the first one. Okay, <sighs> yeah, the, everyone or Liam Neeson was like shocked that that one did so well and it was well received. Yeah, it's like basic, you know, but strong, you know. Yeah, and it was because this movie. Um, takes place like six years after the first taken movie mm-hmm. and by that time he was already like people came to expect you know like those taken style movies you know yeah. from him and then when he came out with this i don't know if it got like all the uh publicity or um um the ads and like i don't know if they did like so much like uh ad work for for this movie uh promotion doesn't seem like it yeah, but it was like a whole different like, I wouldn't say it's like a one eighty because it's still basically playing playing the same character. Yeah, but it's the world around him that's like so like. This is a, a realistic gritty movie. Yeah, Taken's kind of an action movie. Yeah, this is a very realistic gritty movie, but I th- I'd say it's probably like his own fault for making such a. a gluttony of movies right like, yeah <laughs> well so he how old is he now do you know like in I think the 60s yeah he's uh i think he just turned like 62 it's funny because he's like um he's working out you know like a lot yeah and he's doing like movies that should be for like 40 year olds yeah <laughs> because he said that in an interview year olds, yeah. he said in an interview like like he's he's trying really hard just to stay in shape to make these movies mm-hmm. you know 
He's I mean, been, he's doing a pretty damn good job yeah. of it. And he's been making movies forever, too. He, yeah. he has old, like, Excalibur movies <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, some embarrassing shit. Schindler's List, man. Oh, yeah, Schindler's man. List. That's... Uh, Okay. okay, so let's uh, let's get back on track here. Um, let's go into the cast. Um, Matt Scudder, played by Liam Neeson. Like, did you guys think like it was uh, I don't know the amount of like gritty character for him, or would you did you guys wish he played like a different type of character? No, I was super pleased with him. He's just a good actor. Yeah, I, I think he did super good. I think he did super well. Uh, how he was like uh, very impatient. Yeah. You know, like, okay, well, I guess I'll just leave when he was offering him the job at first, you know? Yeah. Or when the other guy comes to him at the restaurant and he's just kind of annoyed that he's there, right? That's funny that you say that too, though, because in the movie, there's a movie line where he says that because the little kid, um, TJ, asks yeah. him, like, what it takes to be, like, a good detective. <laughs> a good bladder. <laughs> a good bladder. He says being patient. Yeah. yeah. And... Uh, I don't know, like, it's true. Like, he kind of has, like, those opposing, like, characteristics about him, you know? Like, yeah. He feels like a real person. Some, some act, some of the, even some of the act, well, one actor in this movie feels like a generic character, but Liam Neeson feels like a real person in a real world. So, he, especially for that time era, also. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. It's kind of cool that they put this back in, was it 91 or something like that? Um, it, was, oh, it was before Y2K. Yeah, it was the, the, the beginning of the movie before. like starts in 91, uh, yeah. and then it jumps to 99. Did oh, you guys, uh, um, TJ references like two detectives, um, Sam Spade. Okay. And another one, did you guys know who those guys are? No, I didn't really you know. You know who Sam Spade is, right, Peter? Sounds familiar. Is it Splinter Star? From the Maltese Falcon. Oh, They're sure. just all the oh, really? black and white. Like, uh, <laughs> Only you Sam, would know that. Sam dude. Spade is like the the detective. Like Everyone in film is like, if you're thinking of a detective movie, it's going to be Sam Spade. He has like two or three movies where that are prolific. I just like all detective movies. I went to like straight video games. I said Splinter Cell. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, I think Sam is Splinter Cell. Sam he is. Okay. Um, but that's Tom Clancy. He has books too out there. Tom yeah, he's all time Clancy. But not detective. Yeah. Like, that's know, like espionage. Yeah. Okay. How do, uh, how do you compare Sam Spade to this character? They're not comparable. No? No. Sam Spade is. Uh, okay. Let me say this, and we'll just keep going to get on track. Okay. But the Maltese Falcon should be named Sam Sam Spade. Okay. That's what the movie should. The, the Maltese Falcon is not about the Maltese Falcon. It's about Sam Spade. That is a badass movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should. All right. That's cool. <laughs> Let's keep going. Um, okay. So next, uh, we have uh, David Harbour as Ray. Um, I thought. You know, when I first saw this movie, I um, thought he was going to be a star. I, uh, I thought, I knew for a fact that after this movie, he was going to blow up. Yeah. I knew for a fact. Like, when I saw him, I thought, like, man, that, like, guy, I didn't know who he was at the first, you know. Was this before Stranger Things or after? Yeah, it was before. This was before Stranger yeah. Things? Okay. And, uh, <clears throat> man, I, but his character is, like, so amazing, you know, like, it's, um, or David Harbour is amazing. You know, the way he played this character was amazing. And he was so creepy, you know, like from yes. the first time I saw him, like I thought like, holy shit, man. Like he is like that type where I know Liam Neeson references this characteristic to another character. 
in the movie, but he says like he's all like, "When did you like find me out?" He's all like, "Like from the very beginning, you're a fucking weirdo." <laughs> and, <laughs> and I thought like for that could have been like easily said about David Harbour's character. Yeah, yeah. he's all like, "He's a fucking weirdo." Like they all the, were right. Yeah, but what did you guys think? I like him a lot. I, I seen Stranger Things, so it's kind of like disturbing seeing him. In this movie. <laughs> it's kind of like when you see what's the the dad from Full House, you know? Yeah, Danny Dude, Tanner. When you see him shit. go off the, the deep end, you're like, no, <laughs> Danny Tanner. <laughs> That's how I felt. It. There's, uh, He's a, he's a good actor. It's kind of crazy seeing him in like his little underwear eating breakfast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, my wife said that it was disturbing how well he played that role. Yeah, <laughs> that's the best way I could. It was, yeah. He's just a good it. actor. Yeah, like, <laughs> like too believable. Right? Yeah, <laughs> I'm not saying anything like derogatory about him, but it was like too believable. Like it felt <laughs> really real. Right? Okay. Um, yeah, it's it's true. Um, let me go down the list of the rest of the characters, and then we'll point out maybe a, like a couple like ones that we enjoyed uh, from the film. Okay. So we have Dan Stevens as Kenny Cristo. He was the um, the guy, the first drug dealer or trafficker um, that we meet, and whose uh, wife got kidnapped. Um, we have Boyd Holbrook as Peter Cristo. He's a druggy brother of the yeah. trafficker. And we have Adam Thompson as Albert. I think he was uh, the the buddy or the accomplice. Yeah, the skinny yeah. serial killer. And we have uh, so TJ's character is played by a kid. I didn't. I couldn't look up his real name, but they call him Stro. Yep. Okay. I don't know if he's like some kind of artist, maybe or some something like that. Mm. But there is one other character. Fits his character in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. Um, Olafur, Olafur yeah. Dari, Olafson. Where is he at? Who does he play? Oh, he plays Jonas. Jonas. I thought, like, for me, this movie, like, my favorite line comes from this character, Jonas. I thought, like, he was such an amazing, like, piece of the puzzle, you know, to the movie. And the fact that he is an essential part of the investigation. Like for me, the investigative process of this movie is what makes the movie. Yeah. And you know, for him to be a part of that, like I thought he like pulled off his part of that, um, of that movie, like really well. It is kind of funny how he is also in uh, true detective, right? Yeah. And this movie and true <laughs> detective are so, so great with the detective process. Right. That's cool. Like the uncovering the facts of it. I still have. He was seen integral part. Oh my! God. Holy fuck! <laughs> I'm sorry. If, if you like this There's movie, three seasons then, now. Yeah. <laughs> if you like this movie, then I gotta like check it. True out. Detective. It is a slow burn, though. True Detective is a slow burn. Yeah, it's but it explodes lots of times. Yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. Um, what characters for you guys stood out in this movie? Um, Leon Neeson was super cool. I, I gotta say the the husband. I didn't like too much. He kind of just seemed like a brooding husband the whole time. Well, the guy who played Dan Stevens? Yeah, he just kind of was ang- just an angry face the whole time. But he did better later on. Yeah. What do you think? I think that this would have been uh, a good Liam Neeson film, but the TJ? supporting actors made it extremely great. Yeah. And I think uh, TJ, the guy who played TJ, the guy who played Jonas, 
and uh, David Harbour. Yeah. They all, like, raise it to a higher level. That Liam Neeson could not have done by himself. I like, too, that the fact that they made um, the two killers in this movie, Adam Thompson and David Harbour, they made them, like, almost, like, opposing. Yeah. And, like, cool. as far as their, like, characteristics go. Like, one's the quiet one's the other one. Social. Yeah. One's fat, one's skinny. Yeah. (laughs) It was pretty cool. Yeah, and then I got to say also, it's kind of harsh, but the guy who played Dan Stevens was kind of lackluster, right? At the beginning, how he was, like, the intro where he was hiring. Oh, yeah. I I liked him. You just said you didn't like him. I, I was talking about the husband. That is the husband. Dan Stevens is the actor. (laughs) I'm sorry. Kenny Cristo is the character. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't bad. It just it was kind of bad. I kind of yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of it was just cheesy. You know what I mean, but anyways. Yeah, but all of the supporting cast that I like, you know, they didn't even really have to have those characters in the movie, right? Like it didn't. It didn't need TJ. It didn't need TJ. That was the bad part about this movie that his character almost felt like the. I hate to say this, but like the Cliché. token token black guy, you know. Yeah. Uh, there like in almost all of these like just guy with a gun movies there's almost always like a like a horror with a heart of gold you know what I mean or something and yeah. a priest there's always a priest and a horror you know what I mean and like I don't know like there's a lot of westerns just like that there's a lot of there's a lot of movies where well it was kind of cool how TJ was an integral part of it though right yeah it was cool. helping him I think it made the movie better I though. think it made the movie better I don't think he was as integral as like maybe he just, could have been. Maybe just character a, development. If yeah. this was a book, it would have given Liam Neeson a reason to keep on living at the end of it. It wasn't actually like, a book. It was a book. Yeah. Okay. Oh, sure. I didn't know that. I'm sorry. Yeah. But I think like at the end of the movie, the, when um, race like I should just shoot you, then he's like, "Go ahead. You probably be doing me a favor." I think he means it. But then, like at the end of the movie, TJ's laying there on his couch because he has nowhere else to go. You know. Yeah. I kind of think. Oh no, that sounds that's well deep, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um should we move on to like best lines and worst lines and Yeah. Okay. Peter, you wanna go first with your uh, best line? <laughs> Alright, so my best line is also in it's my best scene, but I like the part where uh Jonas goes to the shack we're all gonna have the same yeah we are (laughs) he's looking at liam neeson with the knife you know the big ass blade and um liam neeson just tells him i could stick that in your throat yeah and and jonas is like you can do that (laughs) you know is that your best line yeah it's my best line and it fits really well with the movie because okay here's another action movie and here we go because i thought it was just going to be another knife fight yeah yeah but I think it raised it right there, you know, like quite a bit. Yeah. To not see that, right? Yeah. It it brings a realism, you know, because like, you know, somebody like that, that character, like is probably, he probably has had had, like disturbing thoughts, but he's probably never done anything about it. You know, like he's probably like just as scared shitless as fucking like somebody who, who's never like. You know, had an ounce of like evil in them before. You know, yeah. And then uh, Liam Neeson's character in that world probably threatened a couple of guys like that before with the same response, right? Yeah. That would just back down. He wasn't even armed. I know he wasn't even scared at all. Yeah. Do you that think was... that like that lack of fear was due to like 
him being such a broken character, like from his past, or because like he's seen shit. Both. Probably his experience. Yeah. I, oh, I, I hate saying this. I really, really hate saying it because this is a uh, movie podcast. But I'm just like seeing his like intimidation role. I think <laughs> I'm just like imagine playing this. Yes. <laughs> I think uh, two things real quick. I think that uh, Liam Neeson's character, Matt, Matthew, sized them up way before this right and he didn't really consider him as a threat and if it was one of the other guys he would have considered him as a threat and then another thing is i remember uh, our nephew is running rpgs lately he keeps wanting to do a detective rpg and that shit is hard hard have you guys ran a detective? Like, um, oh, I did the uh, fucking uh, masks of medical tip. tip, but that's a pre-generated. Yeah, but it is still fucking hard. Yeah. It is good though. <laughs> like the last one that you did. Yeah, us, how was that? Was that it hard? Is, was it was hard. It was yeah, tough. It man. Is, it's hard conveying what you need to get found out for a detective-themed story to your players. It's, it's very difficult. <laughs> This, this is a RPG podcast talking about movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it's probably just, why it's I appreciate another storm, it's, it's another form of storytelling. Yeah. RPGs. yeah. That's probably why I appreciate, like, detective movies so much, just because of, you know, the thought process, you know, the fucking imagination, the ideas yeah. that they have to, like, go through, you know, to make up, to convince people that this is going to be, like, an actual, like, um, mystery, you know. When it shows Liam Neeson asking everyone that saw the abductives, abductees, kidnap that girl, it took like a whole minute of the movie, but it made it way better. You know, mm-hmm. saw them just doing his job. It made it, it made us believe that he is a detective. It didn't, yeah. you know. What I mean, it, it, that's what changes this from the Taken movies. There's right? no way that everyone he, would know exactly what they recalled either, it, though, right? Yeah, yeah it, it was real. But like, imagine if. Like the guy that hired him was like, "Here's twenty thousand dollars," and Liam Neeson's like, "I'll get her back. I have a <laughs> special set of skills." <laughs> that would lower it. Right? Yeah. All right. So that was Peter's best line. Yeah, yeah but I if take that a knife if, from you and put it in your neck. If that was his daughter, though, he'd probably say that shit, right? <laughs> yeah, Not in yeah. This movie. he probably know. would because he'd be over the edge. Okay. Yeah, that was my best line. Uh, what's, your, <laughs> what's your best line, dude? My best line comes right after that line. Where he says, uh, Jonas is like, what gave it away? (laughs) (laughs) And Matthew says, let's see. Everything. You're a weirdo, Jonas. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that's my best line. It's like everything because he is a fucking weirdo. You know how like uh, straightforward that is? Everything about him is weird. Like everything like. He's like, working in the cemetery. The little car he's driving, the fact that he's in like being called a like a landscaper. He's like, I'm a groundskeeper. <laughs> like he wants to ride along. And, oh, just everything. Even the fucking the story he was writing when Liam Neeson read a piece <laughs> of the book. Even Liam Neeson reacted the way I would have reacted. I'd be like, "Fuck, man, this guy's weird." He's <laughs> like. It's like, if you know anything about pigeons or whatever, the birds, you know, that's uncustomary for them to be alone. <laughs> like, <laughs> referencing that, like, it's common knowledge. Like, oh, 
All right, so Chris, what's your favorite line? I think it's funny and cool that we all like pick lines from the same scene. Okay. <laughs> but my favorite line comes from the same scene. It was right after yours, <laughs> uh, David. <laughs> um, but it's when he convinces him like to put the knife down, and he starts like asking about they. He yeah. asks them like, "Who's they?" And he sits down and he takes a pause. You know, he's starting. He's like thinking in his head, like. Like, fuck, should I actually do this? Should I fucking, like, come out and tell him? Like, I think at that moment, he's, like, convinced that he's going to kill himself. So what's the line? The line is, they're not human. I thought that was, like, it was an eerie line, you know, because it was the perfect way to describe the killers. But it fucking, it just, <laughs> it almost, like, raises the, um, the level of threat, you know, that these two... Uh, killers are you know it's like uh hp lovecraft it's undescribable yeah <laughs> they're, they're not human but it doesn't describe them at all <laughs> yeah. i was thinking like, come like, on uh, man give me something like, i was thinking more like um red dragon when he said that you know oh yeah all right so that's everybody's best lines yeah yeah so let's uh move on to worst lines i'll go the opposite way and uh i'll start my worst line was actually from TJ. It was from. It was hard for me to find a bad line. This isn't even like a bad line, but I just thought like it was. It was a little uncalled for. <laughs> <laughs> so in the when they're in the diner, and um, yeah, you know oh. they're, they're having like uh, pancakes and shit. You and like that, some soda, honey? Yeah, that was the line. It <laughs> and was then he's all, got candy at the end of the movie or something, right? He's got Twizzlers or some shit. Yeah, he does say the line. What's he the line? says. Uh, I know you'd love to give a young black man like myself one of your sperm-killing sodas, but no thank you, ma'am. I'll stick with the water. She, it's funny because, like, she lives, the waitress, because I've seen this movie twice, the waitress in that scene is in a big, shitty city, and she's eating a lot of shit, and she doesn't even respond. She does not have a strong response to it. No. She's a little bit surprised, but she's like, eh, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, living in a big city like that, you're going to deal with assholes all the fucking yeah. time. And that's not even anywhere on her radar to be like that threatened. Right? <laughs> yeah. She's like, yeah, what a little dick. <laughs> she's like, but she was being nice to him. Too. Yeah, she was, <laughs> you know? And the fact, maybe it, because... It shows his character. Well, yeah. Though, like, Especially for someone who's been living on the streets, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, I guess he would have, like, that type of reaction, you know? Well, it's just weird that he had candy later in the world. I know, yeah. It's, that's the other thing that killed it, you know? Like, uh, uh, I, really I think kill he, it. he just, had to be a hard-ass, though. He's probably just had to be a hard-ass living on the street, right? So he's, it's a defensive mechanism, probably. He was being a fucking asshole, though, to a nice woman. Though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, David, your worst line. I. What's kind of crazy is I went. I took my kid to an indoor play place and uh, watched this movie for the first time on your phone or something. On my phone, I had headphones on. She had a wonderful time. <laughs> <laughs> she took off and then she came back. <laughs> she came back like lots of times. But I was shielding this movie from children. That could, <laughs> I could. I wanted to see. I didn't want them to see crazy shit yeah but i watched this movie twice and i i didn't see i didn't hear anything that i hated that i didn't think it was uncalled for or anything like that i, I don't have line. i don't have a worse line nice right on i like that have your worst line um so my least favorite character was um kenny the husband right? okay 
Well, I'm sure it's something that he said, you know, because it was just <laughs> bland, but I couldn't pick the yeah. worst line. If I had yeah. to, I, I could, like, really nitpick it. He yeah. was super bland, but I, I didn't think the lines he said were bad, you know what I mean? Yeah. Some of the lines, he had some good lines, you know what I mean? But yeah. He was just kind of a cheesy character, kind of like a teenager yeah. <laughs> that had to go to bed or something. <laughs> 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 like, oh, no. That's probably harsh, but... All right, so uh, is that everyone's best and worst lines? Yeah, I, I don't think I really had a, a worst line, but yeah, he wasn't. Yeah, he was kind of bad. Yeah. <laughs> he was kind of bad. He was kind of bad. How about his look, though? Like, did you guys appreciate his look? Like, he did, to me, he didn't look like a drug trafficker. Well, it's because they're trying to make him as like a intelligent, like yeah. drug trafficker that wouldn't do his own product and yeah, you know, responsible, you know, and. Um, okay. Um, all right, so let's move into scenes. Our uh, best number. Can I say something quick? It's like that uh, naked painting of your wife is a big time drug, like drug dealer. Like, <laughs> yeah. <away>, right? <laughs> I got a, like a hot wife and I got a naked painting of her. That's kind of like a giveaway. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, <sorry. laughs> more than I like, love that they, they like, reference it like uh, like multiple times throughout the movie too. Yeah, it was kind of. Good, mean, good, funny and bad times though. Like, yeah, when she's not there and he sees it in the mirror and he breaks the mirror. Yeah. Like, fuck. <laughs> um, okay, so let's do uh, best um, best scenes. David, you want to pick your best? Scene? Sure. It was the beginning shootout scene. So like right after his, I believe his partner's is sitting in the car with his partner <laughs> and his partner's asking him to get sober. Right. That's the beginning of the movie. Yeah. It, I think that's what's happening, right? Yeah. And then right after that, there's a really cool gun shooting scene where he's like almost gets shot. I think the only reason he didn't die is because he was drunk, right? And he dropped his gun. Or maybe it was a mis- <laughs> like he just dropped it and that shotgun almost took his head off, right? Yeah. <laughs> you remember that? Like he, yeah, he, he said he wasn't brave, but he was drunk. That's why he. You know. Oh, shit. That's, I don't remember that line. Right? Yeah. Yeah, he says that. But um, it was super fun to watch. Like once you know what happens later on, it's really bad. When the you find out the kid died, you got a commendation for it. I know. But um, I seriously did go to the gun range because it looked cool. Like that action scene. Oh, oh <laughs> how I had like the POV and yeah, then the gun like was, in front of him is yeah, kind of, like, waving a little bit. That was pretty cool. All right. All right. Who's next? You want to do your best scene? My best scene was when. Um, Jonas jumped off the ledge of the building. Shit! Did it you watch the preview? So fucking cool. I I watched the preview afterwards. Okay. And I was like, man, that would fucking suck to see that I shit before watching the movie. Yeah. That would suck. It's ruining it, right? Yeah. That's why I don't like. I don't yeah. watch trailers. Previews I got ruin movies. I got mad at David because he watched the preview before. Watching <laughs> oh shit! Because it ruined it. Yeah. You know? I think it even showed Liam's reaction. It's also. still a great movie though. Yeah, it is. It just sucks it just ruined a good shock point. But like something as simple as that guy walking off the ledge of that building. Yeah. It he's done it like no one everybody else has. It just looked crazy. It did look crazy. crazy. Look I love the way he fucking lo- the way he did it too. Like, yeah, it was, <laughs> like he's kind of like sticking most, his chest out and just yes. falls. Because then, like every other movie, yeah, like you just like they just kind of like fall like yeah. like um. 
I don't know, it's just like at a point, you know, like and they're like falling at a ninety degree, like fucking mm-hmm. like head first, you know. And him, he's just kind of like, like his body like goes limp or some shit, and he just yeah. fucking like lets him the weight like of gravity like take yeah. him down. Yeah, he like literally walked off. He yeah, didn't fall. He just like, it's like, like walking off. Yeah, you know? it, it was, was creepy, man. It was fucking cool. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, the way it was shot was fucking really cool. Yeah, and the like afterwards, like. Cause you see that fucking Liam is shocked, you know, like, yeah. but you know he didn't stick around to like fucking like, get, no. <laughs> uh, and that's kind of like adds more character to um, to Liam Neeson, you know, or to Matt Scudder, you know. It's probably the only time he was shocked in the whole movie, right? Yeah, now. literally. I, I think don't so. think he was shocked at anything else in the whole movie. But okay. yeah, and the fact that he like walks by the accident and doesn't even look twice, you know, like. All right, so let me do my uh, best scene. So I'm, this is going to sound stupid and, you know, like um, corny. No, not corny. Just uh, I'm just like covering all bases and like being broad as fuck. Like, so I my favorite scene was like every like investigation scene okay. um, throughout the movie, because for me, like investigative scenes and the whole process of like um, finding clues, you know, like interrogating, not interrogating, but questioning people. The fact that he, like, had to, like, walk to, like, almost every, like, subway station and walk to, like, um, every, like, um, witnesses, like, um, place of address, you know, like, or, mm-hmm. um, you know, it just added to the movie. Like, it added to the, it, it, it felt like, like an investigator from, like, the fucking, uh, from the 80s or, like, oh, the that's 70s. What, that's you know? what's cool is that they did it back in that era, right? Yeah. It was anything sooner or more modern would be i think less like uh gripping you know i'll well, call them on the cell phone well it was like a confusing time because it yeah. was like y2k it was fucking like there were cell phones <laughs> there was computers but he went against all that shit you know well, real quick do you guys remember y2k yeah she was coming yeah everybody was freaked we were out kind of too young to care about her right? yeah okay so so david like there's probably some young listeners what was y2k Y2K was when everyone thought that a computer couldn't have the digits 2000 in the year margin for some reason. And the collapse of civilization was going to happen. Because no computer would be able to recognize yeah, it. Yeah, and then like was like a fucking... As soon as like 2000 hit, someone came up with another Armageddon date that was going to happen real soon. That's been happening like very often. Now. Yeah. Like, it's just, yeah, just a weird it, fetish thing. Literally, if you fucking type in like fucking like next Armageddon, like it like it happened in two thousand twelve, it happened in like There was a Mayan calendar thing that yeah. was real big for a little while. So stupid. Well, but the, the real like Armageddon <laughs> is coming, guys. <laughs> well it was it was cool because um this movie had like posters and advertisements and a business reference, right? Like, hey, back up your computer, you know? Yeah. Like the Y2K specialists. And there was shit like that back then. It was crazy, right? Yeah. You know, it's funny, like, RPG thing. It's <laughs> like, uh, this is my first time bringing it up. It's like, if you're running a game, put it in a era so, where there is not cell phones. Well, it's if, if, it's, uh, if it's a mystery one. No, I mean, just like, just Anything? don't put cell phones in there. It's like, I'm just gonna call the cops. I'm just gonna do whatever. Like I have all the information on my cell phone. Right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, like yeah. it's the best thing you can do is, yeah. 
right, anyways, where are we at? Okay. <laughs> what was your best scene? Are we done with yours, Chris? Yeah. All the like, investigative scenes? Yeah, all of that, them. That's what makes it not a cheesy action movie. It's, it's an event. Like, he has to find these people. He has to find them. Yeah, know? yeah. And the fact that he could, um, that he was able to find um, Jonas, you know, it was like, it was part investigative process. But like he said in the movie, too, it was part instincts, too. Yeah. Like, the he, fact that he knew that, like, Jonas was, like, more than just a bystander that ran into, like, fucking body parts, you know? Yeah, he had, like, he tried to find the secret movie theater, movie rentals. He had his client tell other gang members, you know what I mean? He he was covering all his bases. He's smart. It was a good movie. Yeah. All right. Um, my best scene? Oh, I already said it was yeah. the, the beginning shootout. Uh, yeah. Um, okay, so now let's uh, move into Is worst it Peter's scene. best scene? Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, um, fucking this shit up, David. <laughs> my bad. Peter, uh, you want to go with your worst scene? scene. <laughs> my worst scene, um, I feel bad because I'm picking on him a lot, was uh, Dan Stevens' like, uh, beginning oh, intro. Man. <laughs> of it. Really? It was just. It was, it was kind of bad acting. It was just, some, <laughs> it wasn't as good as everybody else, you know? Yeah. So I, I had, you know, I'm picking the worst one. That was my worst one. Yeah. His character was like one note, like for the majority of the movie. Yeah. You know? And it, like, um, if Liam, when he got up, Liam Neeson got up to walk out. So, oh, so it was the end of the movie. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. See you later. But yeah. But even like, Afterwards, you know, when he went to his apartment, you even know, then, and, dude. Yeah, even then, even then, really, yeah. he's still brooding. I, he's like, just, I, I'm not even gonna look at you. I'm just gonna stare off and monologue. Yeah, how angry <laughs> oh, I am shit. at the whole world. Even when his it, brother it was bad, died, dude, it was kind of bad. I love you too, <laughs> bro. <laughs> just, it was kind of bad acting. It was just, it was just it's kind of cheesy, kind of funny. Yeah, and that is my worst scene, also. It's oh my god! Seriously, <laughs> which one? I have a Intro? worst scene: brooding husband. Uh, yeah, oh, <laughs> why take? Uh, uh, that's something else. That's my okay. <laughs> All right, I could see it, but like, I didn't. I like this movie because of the you know the characters brought you know a little bit to the table. They each all brought a little bit to the table to create this world you know of fucking and he is a fucking um a drug trafficker you know like he's probably like like liam just his acting wasn't liam neeson feels like a real character ray feels like a person that character he just doesn't feel like a a real person that's just that's that's it yeah okay all right well i mean we got just agree to disagree yeah (laughs) (laughs) two to three peter david win Chris loses that. Damn. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Now that you guys fucking got me on that, I'm gonna. It's time for me to get you guys with the movie quote. All right. So this is part of the podcast where we're gonna say a famous movie quote, and David and I are gonna guess what movie it comes from, and he could play along with us. So Chris is gonna say his famous movie quote that he picked, and it should be maybe like a theatric release. Yes. Should be a blockbuster movie. It should be. A, it is a blockbuster okay. movie. Sweet. Um, it's not like 
the big that's good no, 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 no. okay we're all pretty, right we're pretty we get most of these yeah right? you guys are pretty that, good we miss it though. <laughs> <laughs> every time we like say we're good then we fuck it up <laughs> all right here it goes here's the movie quote guys what if i told you that god and the devil made a wager a kind of standing bet for the souls of all mankind i, I got it you got it oh okay um i think i got it oh i I know like five movies it could be like i'm thinking like constantine or something i'm thinking spawn oh that's a good i think it's um the 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 clown henchman says it but i'm not sure i don't remember him saying it but it sounds like it'd be in a spawn movie okay that's it's a pretty good guess it's not spawn it's not spawn um the, the quote was what if I told you that God and the devil made a wager, a kind of standing bet for the souls of all mankind? I was probably. I don't think Con- it's not well, maybe, Constantine. Maybe he does. It is Constantine. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. I love that movie, too. Constantine? Like, or? Yeah, Constantine. Okay. All right. So, let, um, yeah, we got the game out of the way. So, uh, I guess and it's time for the deep dive. Peter got the point, which is even better. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, um, I'll probably, uh, you know, I, even though this movie, um, I love this movie. There's so much good about it. Um, I love like mysteries. I love investigation movies. Um, there are faults to this movie. So I am probably going to talk a little bit of shit about it, but I'm curious what you're going to say. Yeah. Um, you guys want me to go with my yeah, go sure. Okay, so my deep dive, my double D's. Uh, <laughs> I'll start off with the good stuff, and then I'll like end with the the bad stuff. So for Liam Neeson, um, well, I guess he is uh, the perfect like to me. This is like. Um, almost like the perfect detective movie, you know, like I know, like David, especially he'll like, <laughs> he'll like, uh, debate me on that, like pretty harshly. Um, but no, that's a good detective movie. I don't know if it's the best detective movie, but it, it, it feels like a real detective movie. Yeah. And especially because like when I grew up, I grew up in the nineties, you know, um, and there's not that, a lot of movies from that era that are detective There's movies. not a lot yeah. of real detective movies, period. It's true. Like, but especially that era. Get, what, yeah. Name, like, a couple that are real detective movies. Um, we have, like, um, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. That's yeah. a detective movie. Yeah, that's that's a real detective movie. All that CSI crap is not real detective. <laughs> like, like, like Law and Order? Yeah. Like, you wouldn't like... Yeah, I, th- I would think... Probably not. It's more of like drama. It's like sensationalized. Yeah, dragon. like or a detective movie. Would... Go go ahead, because we're not going to get. Okay. It. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So Manhunter. But this. <laughs> um, oh, that's the show, huh? No, there's a movie called Manhunter that you guys will hate. That I'll oh, really? There's <laughs> the original Red, Red Dragon. Dragon. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Shit. But yeah, the only bad thing. Is that it felt that Liam Neeson's character, he felt almost like his other characters. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, he just that makes was, a shit ton of movies, dude. Yeah. Like, do you think that Liam Neeson is like one note then? Like, 
as like t- typecasted, you know? I think he's typecasted for sure. That's why I've never watched this movie, man. I, I I'm kind of debating whether I have to watch like all of his movies. Maybe there's another one that's as good as this. Like, well, because he didn't get typecasted until like after 2008. Until Taken. After yeah. Taken, he's making a shit ton of action movies. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of rough, you know, because it is always like the bad past, you know, um, alcoholic. Yeah, yeah. That's it's why just, I like I really appreciate the world building for this movie. Like it made his character more um, relatable and more like likable, I guess you know, in a sense. It's almost like um, Denzel Washington, like with Man on Fire. After Man of Fire, he's yeah. doing Equalizer. Yeah. He just makes a sh- this. He, Denzel Washington could have played this movie. It's true. Yeah, like it yeah. is interchangeable. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, the the other thing that really like stood out for me was I know I probably say this in almost every movie, <laughs> <laughs> but the music in this movie. Yeah, that's true. It like felt like almost like eerie you know it's creepy as shit it was creepy. <laughs> like from the beginning of the movie when it like opens with that um or not it's a not, sex scene you yeah you think like it's a sex scene you know he's all feeling like it looks like he's filling her up and stuff and, and i just put this that. movie on like with uh, my parents like oh. last sunday are you serious yeah oh shit and uh when I that scene, saw it already they, too. Sit through, <laughs> they, sit, they sat through the whole thing they sat through the whole thing you know my mom really enjoyed it you know <laughs> but uh you know she doesn't really like nudity in movies but the parts of nudity in this movie are like really like quick and like they're hard to like see you know like a little bit yeah when i uh watched it for the first time i told my wife something like uh oh it's like a 007 intro you know, it was all like, <laughs> it turned like exact, like it was, it was 007 and then Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Yeah. Yeah, but like uh, the, the music was like kind of had a dark atmosphere to it, you know, yeah. like in throughout the whole movie, you know. Especially when, like I said, they had the POV. Yeah. The yeah. And then it had like an eerie, like, uh, yeah. tone. Yeah. Like, oh, shit. That was the other good thing about this movie, you know, like, um, um is a setting you know like I, I i we already talked about it but like that whole 90s new york scene yeah. um and uh especially like every scene where he's like it's kind of like a side pan view of fucking uh liam neeson just walking from like left to right mm-hmm. um across like some shitty like graffiti tag <laughs> yeah. wall like for me those scenes there was like probably maybe like five or six of those scenes throughout the movie and for me they felt almost like you guys are probably gonna laugh and say i'm stupid but they felt almost like the lord of the Rings scenes when they're mm-hmm. like traveling across mm-hmm. lands and shit, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. for me <laughs> for me it's kind of it has that feel you know like he's traveling to distant lands to like to find his objective, objective. Dude, you gotta watch uh true detective oh man yeah, if you if you're yeah. if you're digging this then you Fuck should yeah. go watch it tonight <laughs> okay i'll probably do that Jackie fucking loved it too. Yeah. She's like, "Thank you, David, for recommending it." But she can't watch it again. It's really? Like, oh man, that's fucking cool. So, TJ's character, I think, added very little to the movie. Um, it's sad to say because we already talked about it like uh, uh, earlier in the in the episode. But you know, he only 
has like two important roles in this movie and that was like helping him find news articles for a, a murder or body remains and getting his box of guns you know like <laughs> from his apartment other than that like well, and he found the address too right because he's stuck in the van oh yeah that's true that's true i don't know if it makes it better but it's something that i know did, yeah right? like but i'm not sure david's um rebuttal was pretty good where it gives him something to live for right liam neeson's character that's true yeah. I, th- I think because uh, he probably didn't care for anybody else, right? I think TJ is like a part of the setting that is showing New York, you know? Yeah. Like New York's kind of like a, this place is kind of portrayed as like a cesspool, right? Kind of. Uh, not too much. I think, I don't think it portrays New York good at any part of the movie, does it? Yeah, but it's not like, I want to say a cesspool, right? I don't know. Well, it just the, seems like the parts of the city where he visited, yeah, like yeah, yeah. they were pretty grimy. But did yeah. it show any good part of the city at all? Uh, Other well, than the well, drug dealer's house. Well, yeah, well, yeah. So he like, where's he going? He's going to AA meetings. He's going to drug dealers' houses. Yeah. And where else is he going? Like, uh, you know, but uh, it, it, diners, it, the library. It's not like it's a. I don't know. It, it's just it's it just looks, the places he went. It just know? seems like dirty and grimy, and he does feel like a product of the city, though. Like I don't know. know. I I found that part though, like um, which part? Well, well, the the parts where they show the city, you yeah. know, like um, kind of you know reminiscent of like what I grew up um, in, like uh, in like around the Phoenix area, South yeah. Phoenix. <laughs> like that's true. Um, like those parts were pretty like. You know they were like shitty and they, they were, were they are still yeah nowadays yeah but yeah like I, I wish they just could have done like a little bit more with tj you know like you know even though like he, he had good scenes he was a good actor and i liked his character i, I think more or less right because yeah. i don't like like the kids on bikes type like stranger things where they're gonna go save the world right yeah and i don't like when he jumped <laughs> in the van you know to do you go not get... like that show well that's all right but i think just okay that's another thing. <laughs> all right but, but with him like he jumped in the back of the van right like stupid kid you know what i mean i, I didn't like that part of it, but. yeah the other thing that i really enjoyed about this movie was the scenes i like the fact that they showed scenes of the murderers not murdering yeah yeah you know when they like wake up in the morning and they're having their fucking biscuits and bacon <laughs> and shit and then like you, you think it's just gonna be like what are they trying to like humanize these characters you know but no like he's looking through the newspaper and he has this badass line where he says like people are scared of the wrong things or some shit like yeah, that yeah. you know and i thought like man that was an amazing like i guess character development for for his yeah it'd be super lame if we didn't know that they're out there chopping up little girl <laughs> it is real crazy when they're perving out on like a 14 year old oh man yeah it's kind of hard to watch but like, like, like we said it's disturbing how well they play yeah, the characters right? just, yeah. both of them because albert the guy who played albert he's probably like textbook fucking uh, serial killer sociopath you know yeah because that's the other part too the he had no remorse no and the dynamic that between the the two murderers like i like that it like it he almost like a like the flip of a a switch he like went from like being like a partner in crime (laughs) to like fucking like okay i'm going solo on this i'm murdering this motherfucker because i fucking 
I need to get away with all the money. Yeah. No sympathy. And then when they come in his house, okay, you can take your money back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And at the end line where he's like, I just wanted to, you know, like. Yeah. Like, no remorse at all. I know. crazy. Like, no remorse, but also, like, no feelings, right? Yeah. It wasn't, like, hatred even, right? Yeah. It was just. It was, yeah, it was, it was crazy. Yeah. Um, I wonder if, I'm pretty sure the book kind of, like, maybe, like, dives a little bit deeper into his character, you know? I got to go, like, you know, buy myself that, like, a copy of that book because, like, man, this just story, like, you've, you, like, you know, you meet characters, you, like, learn about these characters, and you want to learn more about them, you know? The more you watch them, like, on screen, you want to find out, like, what they really, like, um, were, like, you know, like, behind the pages and shit, you know? Yeah, the speaking of TJ though, like um, <laughs> I gotta go, man. He fucking hates TJ. <laughs> I don't hate him, man. And this scene, like, I don't. It's not TJ's fault. It's not Matt Scudder's fault. But I hate the fact that he just happens to run into TJ on the street. Like, for me, that even though it was a cool library no not in the library on the street and he when he was tailing him he was tailing tj was no when he found him with the gun yeah when he found him with the gun in his backpack that scene it shouldn't have happened because there's no fucking way in fucking new york you know city of like you know six million people or however many there are in there you know that he just happens to run into him um even oh, though i like the scene that's really picky though i i know like <laughs> i just isn't that really picky Is i just, just like T- i kind of just like tj i kind of i like him in this movie yeah i, I like the scene it. you know but uh the fact I, I am just being picky you know like <laughs> how many times have you seen this a lot of, a lot of times maybe there i think that if i watch this a lot of times that i would Start picking it apart. I would there there's something that bothers me in this that I'll get to that I would probably hate if I watch it over and over and again. Yeah. It is a work of art that just, just nothing's perfect, right? Yeah, that's true. I don't know. The the last act when they like they're at the second drug dealer's house, the the guy whose uh daughter got kidnapped. Mm-hmm. Um, when he starts like taking the <laughs> the phone calls and um he's talking to uh david harbour's character mm-hmm. did it did it not feel like fucking like taken like all over again <laughs> like is all it, it, the only thing missing was him saying like i have a fucking a set of skills and if i can you don't fucking let the girl go like i'm gonna come after you and i will kill you yeah it was kind of cool how david harbour's character was like intrigued right yeah like he like he was playing it was it was all game, you know, right? That was the the pretty much the only cool thing about it, you know, the fact that we got to see like a dance routine, yeah. you know, like of the characters, like going back and forth, you know. He was very intrigued, like how it was going to play out. I think, David yeah. Harbor. And it was like wear a mask; it's going to limit visibility. You know? Yeah. So it was just crazy. It was trippy. It was, and it, it was, was very like uh, thought out. The writing was very thought. Out. Yeah. Yeah. I know, like, I realized it had to happen over the phone. You know, it just reminded me too much of, like, of Taken, you know, like. <laughs> but, you know, the fact that it it was well well thought out, you know, and the writing was pretty spectacular in, the, in that scene. Um, I can't hate on it too much, you know. I haven't seen 
the 20 movies he came out with last, you know? Yeah. But it would probably remind you of all of those movies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so that was my deep dive. I know that kind of went on for like a little bit. Um, I'll go next just because I, I, I don't have too much. The only parts that bother me in this movie is when, yeah, TJ is kind of dumb for jumping in the back of a serial killer's van, right? That's kind of dumb. And yeah. then after Liam Neeson and the good guys show up, they all take this kid in the house <laughs> with them to go like, you know what I mean? <laughs> he it, was looking in the house, right? And they gave him, like, they took him up. in yeah. the house yeah. with them. He wouldn't. <laughs> Any responsible adult wouldn't take a child or adolescent person in the house with them to clearly serial killers. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, that's kind of there were two of them in there, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I really liked this movie a lot, though. I I think any movie you can pick apart. You know what I mean? I didn't laugh at it. You know what I mean? I didn't think it was. I think it was just a dumb thing. You didn't laugh at. Uh, I didn't laugh at that part. You didn't laugh at the kids. Oh, Kenny's acting at all. I didn't laugh at it. It was more annoying. Yeah, I would have liked it if I laughed at it. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> what else you got there? Any last thoughts? Um, no, I'll probably throw some in a little bit later. But... All right, so I just have a couple of little things. Um, so the camera angles added a lot to this movie. When he jumped off the building, like I said, when um, David Harbaker's character was checking out the little 12-year-old or however old she was. <laughs> yeah. And she walked across the street 14, and it showed him in the rearview mirror. Yeah. You know, little things like that elevated and shows how much time they took to, to think about those shots, right? Yeah. Especially like the, like how you're saying in the beginning, the POV shot yeah. of the gun, the gunshot um, killer. Yeah. It, it feels like they took their time and it paid off, you know, and they had clear direction on what they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Right. We didn't even talk about the last fight scene. We didn't talk about Liam Neeson and David Harbour. It's like, oh, man, you're not even fucking scared. What is your problem? Yeah. yeah. We didn't even talk about all that. I know. And, like, for me, like, when action, like, uh, gets brought in, like, for me, the movie is all about the investigation. After that, like, I realize I, it's, you know what to expect, you know? Well, the best part about that last fight scene was the dialogue. All the best things for this movie is is not the action at all. Yeah. It's all the talking. Because I like, like I said, my favorite scene when when they didn't fight. Uh, Liam Neeson's character and the guy who plays Jonas. Yeah. Is that they didn't fight and it wasn't cheesy. Yeah. You know, and it wasn't bad acting of somebody getting a knife stuck in it, you know? Yeah. All the, like I say, the makeup was kind of funny, right? The Liam Neeson, the makeup. We had long hair and oh yeah, and, 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 and it was kind of funny looking. But um, I kind of like him with long hair, man. Like, but it was—it just looked funny. Yeah, right? it didn't—it didn't look. He, he didn't pull it off. Right? Yeah. So, um, it looked like a Raza goal. Shit, goal doesn't look bad though. <laughs> when he played Raza goal. Okay. Anyways, and the last thing I, I'm gonna say. Is another supporting actor in this film is when he shot that little kid, yeah, and that African American lady who's like ninety, yeah, and is on a cane, yeah, and she turns around and like she's fucking pissed and she starts shaking. She starts like yeah, pushing him a little bit. That was like real, yeah. Do you remember that part? Yeah, it was fucking great acting. Yeah, and I don't know her name. She was in it for three seconds. Yeah, it was fucking good. Yeah, yeah, it was. It brought like a 
like another level of fucking like like realism yeah. yeah so that's that's all i have for this film Are you guys ready to read it i think so yeah um i'll let you guys go first um because i want to end on a good note <laughs> i'm gonna give this an eight and a half just because i only seen it twice but i was glued to my cell phone like i, I seriously was i was i did watch this in a fucking playground did you see it on the tv at all i did watch it the second okay. time on the tv okay oh, it, made it, it made it a little bit better like i the second time was a little bit funner watching it but i can see i don't like okay that's 8.5 Peter. i gotta say 8.5 as well um if dan stevens acting was or uh yeah if dan stevens acting was a little bit better i'd probably say nine and a half shit damn really would you uh, recommend glass breaking in the theatrical experience of movies fuck man like i said (laughs) i like it felt like i was not (laughs) supposed to watch this movie (laughs) did did that experience elevate it it was fucking horrible yeah guys (laughs) i thought thought somebody was coming in and shooting up the theater you know that's been happening a lot yeah back then too it was happening back then yeah like uh well oh maybe a couple years before but yeah like around dark night i know they started shooting up theaters and Mm -hmm. shit like that yeah but uh chris you're ready okay so i'm pleasantly surprised but yeah, you didn't think we'd like it? No, I didn't think you would give it that high. I thought you guys were gonna give it maybe like uh like six and a half, sevens. No, I really like this type of movie. If there's another one like this, then I I'll be happy to watch it. Okay. Cause I gave this movie an eight, like a straight okay. even eight. And to me I could have gone a little bit higher, but I had to because I probably because like how you were saying, David, like because I've seen it so many times, I've started yeah. to pick it apart now. Even though I still go back and watch it like plenty of times, like after this, yeah, it's not a perfect movie. So um, I think an eight is uh, eight and a half. It's a uh, it's a pretty damn good score. Yeah, I think all the supporting cast and it's is amazing what raises it for me. Yeah, Except for the one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I mean, it's the, it's what yeah, brings no, it from a six sure. to to an eight. All right. So before we turn off the podcast, can we just say what quick shout outs to anything we've been doing lately? You guys, what have you guys been up to? So we didn't do it at the beginning. Peter, what have you been um, up to? Um, spending a lot of time with the family, which is really nice, and going out to bookstores and coffee shops and stuff like that. Just trying to really, really enjoy this short time that we have on this planet together. And you know what? <laughs> what <yeah. laughs> I'm serious. You, know, you should have seen that. Yeah. I looked at David. Yeah. I'm, I'm not like, I'm not like um, ill or anything, but. Man, I, I've been working too much, and I just need to enjoy some Decompress. time. Decompress. Yeah, I just everybody just needs to spend some time doing what they love. You know, through that. Oh yeah. It's not, I didn't mean, it sounds so fucking corny and shit. But what about you, Dave? I had a couple weeks off for vacation, and I went boating. I played some. I played an RPG with my daughter. That was a lot of fun. Oh, that's cool. What did you guys play? Like, I played a space game <laughs> for her. And I like it was just a lot of fun. She was she was the captain of a space crew, and she was like in love with her engineer. And shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. And, and he was like, 
it was just really funny because she gets into it more than any adult can. You know what I mean? Yeah. She believes that person is like another person. So it's really awesome. fun. <laughs> okay. And then I, I've been, I went out on the boat a couple times. I took my brother-in-law on it recently. and He hasn't been on it. We've been trying to get him on for months now. We finally got on. That was a, that was a good day. Like I had my first hangover. What? Guys, oh my never, god, that's terrible. Have you ever had a hangover no. before? I had my first hangover. Damn, how much did you drink? <laughs> Two beers. Oh my god. <laughs> I think it was because oh, I was dehydrated. <laughs> that's yeah, embarrassing. It was 110 degrees. Yeah, it's fucking no, I, think, I think it was 114 degrees. I, I can't fucking do anything outside. It was nice. It's day. horrible. It has to be it has to be hot for water though and if, yeah. if you're listening overseas that's like 40 something degrees celsius oh yeah it's like 42 44 something like that yeah but it is like the water was amazing though and like so we took my i took my brother-in-law and then we took his wife because i have a small boat but it's a fast boat and i was like she it was a lot of fun for her she was like screaming and laughing she like we would hit someone else's wake and get in the air. Yeah. Holy <laughs> shit. It's just like, ha-ha. Oh, that scared the shit cool. out of me, dude. All right, Chris, what have you been up to? Um, yeah, for people who don't know, the, David has a super yacht that he takes up. <laughs> <All right. laughs> I wish. Yeah. Um, no, I've been like super busy too, you know. Like uh, I have a lot like going on like uh, right now. Um, I've been, you know, working on this. Uh, little YouTube channel um, for my art, you know, lately. I have, uh, you know, been working on the podcast, um, watching movies, you know. I've been going to, like, the theaters lately. Um, I just checked out that new Nope movie with... uh, Nope. By Jordan Mm -hmm. Peele, yeah. And and before that, I went to go see Love and Thunder. How is that? Um, Did you like it? uh, It's not as good as Ragnarok. Okay. But it's still worth a watch, yeah. Um, if you're into the whole Marvel Cinematic Universe, you know, you, you, you just have to watch it, you know. Um, have you seen Elvis? I want to see Elvis. Uh, I heard good things about it. Mm. But um, I don't know. I just, the life of Elvis doesn't really matter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But uh, I don't know. I didn't... <laughs> Did you guys see the documentary in our second governor of Arizona? You gotta watch it. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. Well, just, you know, I'm gonna make you guys fucking watch that shit now. There's not a song that I love of his. Yeah. Is it? Do you listen to Elvis? Yeah, I have a, a channel. Do you listen to Elvis? Not really. Nah. Blue you'll, suede shoes is all right. <laughs> you'll you'll dig you'll dig some of this shit. All right. All right yeah. Go ahead, Chris. Okay. So um uh yeah, but I've been like um. Uh, working on this uh, gaming YouTube channel that, we, that I have with a couple friends of mine. Um, we've been like trying to get that started up again. Um, we took a kind of like a long hiatus on it. Heavy pedal gaming? Yeah. So keep on the lookout. <laughs> Even though nobody's looking for it. <laughs> but I don't know. Like I've just been like trying to like fill my days with like trying to stay busy as I can, you know, because if I'm just at fucking home, then I'm like, you know, either looking to fucking, uh, um, go dark. Does it go dark? Yeah. Not dark, but just like lonely and shit, you know, like I get kind of dark when I'm, I've been 
lucky enough to have my daughter on my vacation, my whole vacation. That was amazing. Nice. Fuck yeah. But yeah, like I just, yeah. All right, guys. So that's what we've been up to. I hope you guys have a safe time. (laughs) (laughs) Although there's no holidays coming up. It's fucking hot outside. Drink water. What else to say? <laughs> yeah. And lastly, I'd like to say if, if you enjoy this podcast, give us a rating and write into us. Tell us what you think about this movie and other movies. And really gives us inspiration to keep doing this. And like, give us a recommendation on what movie you like. Yeah. Maybe we might <laughs> fucking check it out down the road. You know? All right, guys. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.